Subjugation is liberation. Contradiction is truth. Those are the facts of this world. And you will all surrender to them. You pigs in human clothing! Just wandering around the Blue Ridge Mountains trying not to trip over my own two feet while trying also to find some kind of media that tells the truth and coming up short. I am Dean Ledwig and with me as always is... Scott Dunlop and good luck with that. Um, <laughs> reporting from an abandoned missile silo in Luka Buck, Texas. And, uh, yeah, this is a interesting world we live in today. It really is. I mean, you can't get any decent reporting except from, uh, alternative media like tech tools. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of which, let's go ahead and gender ourselves with Do the it. wheel of genders. So I'll start off this week, and I am a woke milk giver press secretary. Oh, God. Uh, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> um, I am a basket of extreme mega ideological deplorables. Great. Great. So let's bring uh, Hillary and Biden together. Sweet. Aren't they the same person? Yeah, I think so. So we'll start off with all the news that's fit to print <laughs> or unfit to print or unfit to print or won't get printed. Yeah. My first thing is, uh, from, uh, what is it? Corrine Jean-Pierre. Oh, is, that, is that how you say your name? I like, uh, Adam Curry says cream Abdul Jabbar Jean-Pierre Van Damme. Yes. Well, Biden and men accuses, MAGA Republicans of extremism claims they don't respect the rule of law. Okay, let's <laughs> rewind a little yeah. bit to 2019, 2020 with uh -huh. a thing called, um, let's say, Black Lives Matter and George Antifa. Floyd protesting. Um, ha, you know, what does a liar usually do? Lie? Well, they try to take the uh, focus off them by blaming you. For, yeah. Well, yeah, they blame you for what they've done. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, yeah, that's. So the rule of law. All right. Let me get this straight. Trying to burn down a police station with people in it. Mm -hmm. Literally trying to burn it down. Yes. Stated goal was to burn it down. Yes. That is following the rule of law. Yeah, and I heard Biden this week talk about uh, January 6th killing police officers. Yeah, absolutely. Which never armed, happened. Armed insurgents killing police officers. Armed insurgents, which never happened. No. Never happened. I mean, Joe's living in a dream world. I mean, even more than he usually does. Only one person <laughs> died during that, and that was Ashley Babbitt, who was an unarmed Air Force veteran. Um 
that's the only person that died. Yeah. Shot by a security officer. Yeah. Or a police officer. Shot by a black. Yes. Officer. Yes. Which is racist. It is. <laughs> but it's racist for you to say that. Yeah. Well, the Biden administration has continued to attack the supporters of the 45th, 45th president, Donald Trump, with another round of diverse statements. Specifically, the White House press, press secretary, Carrie-Anne Jean-Pierre, told reporters Wednesday that Republicans don't respect the rule of law. Well, you got to remember, she is just not very bright. Uh, yeah. She really isn't. I mean, and I don't say that in a denigrating matter. She, she just isn't very bright. She also took aim at Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene by accusing them of inciting violence. This comes as Biden administration is facing public backlash for comparing MAGA Republicans to semi-fascists. This is almost as bad as... Semi-fascists. Yes, this is almost as bad as uh, Nazi adjacent. Remember that one? Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> Semi-fascists, is that like truck drivers that go around and, and, and practice fascism? Yeah. I don't know. What Any- about, okay, so she's claiming that they were inciting violence. What about Maxine Waters when she actually called for violence on more than one occasion? Well, yeah, like she, when, said, um, she said, get in their face. If you see them out in Sarah public, Sanders get in their Huckabee face. was at a restaurant, and she applauded people who got in her face. She was the White House press secretary at the time for Trump, and she told people, do that. Watch out, because if you do it, then the next time around, they're going to do it to you. Or when Congress people on the left uh, bailed out rioters and looters and people who were committing actual violence, mm-hmm. bailed them out, thereby telling them what they're doing is fine. Yeah, this thing called the Bell Project. Oh, I God. Mean, my God. <sighs> anyway, mm-hmm. uh, here's a quote. And here's the thing. The president's not going to shy away to call out what he clearly sees happening in this country. He clearly sees nothing happening in this country, said the White House pe- press secretary, You know, again, MAGA Republicans are this extreme part of their party, and that is just the facts. No, just he doesn't know what facts are. Just because you say it's a facts, Jean Pierre Von Claude Van Dam, and that's what he's going to continue to lay out, huh? He's going to continue to lay out whatever is on the teleprompter. So. I see basket of deplorables coming again. Uh-huh. It's, Absolutely. It's happening it's, all over again. It is. He's going to be, well, I think he's already starting to walk this back. Um, yes. Because they're seeing it as, oh, crap, we opened up a can of worms just like Hillary did. Actually, it works because he's, he. I mean, when she said it, it was almost funny. Mm-hmm. It irritated a lot of people to know that that's what they think of us. And Joe doubled down on it. Yeah. Old Joey, he went, he doubled down on it and went, 
you know, 10 steps further and got really, really angry in his speech when he said it. I think it's it's going to be a whole lot worse than the basket of deplorables. Well, moving into the apology, mm-hmm. President Biden on Friday tried to walk back some of the fiery political rhetoric from his primetime speech in Philadelphia the night earlier, denying that he attacked. Donald Trump voters, despite having repeatedly slammed MAGA Republicans allied with the former president. And this this thing looked like a speech from 1984 oh, with yeah. the red background yep. and, and the Marines in the back. And those poor Marines, mm-hmm. I feel bad for those I guys. But I mean, it it looked like it looked like a scene from 1984. And he's the the. They, they were asked, uh, do you consider Trump supporters to be a threat to this country? The reporter asked Biden at the end of the only scheduled public remarks of that day because uh-huh. he had to get up from a nap <laughs> or they had to, uh, they had to wake up old Methuselah to get him, him in front of a camera, give him a shot of something to, to get him going. Yeah. And he replies, come on, look guys, you keep trying to make that case. I don't consider any Trump supporter to be a threat to the country, Biden said, despite his remarks. Despite his remarks, which said they were a threat to democracy. Yeah. I do think that anyone who calls for the use of violence fails to condemn violence when it is used, refuses to acknowledge when an election has been won, insists upon changing the way in which they can count votes. That is a threat to democracy. And again, this is not a democracy. No, it's a constitutional Republic. Yes, absolutely. It's a democratically elected constitutional Republic, but it's still a constitutional Republic, not a democracy. Never has been a democracy. I don't know how many times I have to tell people this. They're really not democracy. It's not a democracy. Right. It's a representative republic, which means, and this is what I have to explain to people all the time. The people do not elect the president. They don't. Mm -hmm. It's not our job to elect the president. Nope. That's why the whole, you know, um, what's the phrase they use? Popular vote. That's why that just doesn't matter. Yeah. The states elect the president. Most people have absolutely no idea what our system of government is. And see, it's supposed to be much like what the EU, well, what the EU was. They're turning into more of a federalized society uh, since the EU is now looking to arm itself. But, you know, it's supposed to be each state. That's why the United States, the state is capitalized. It's got a capital S because each state is supposed to be essentially its own country. And then we as states each have a vote based on our population to elect a president to govern the interstate commerce, the anything that can't be, you know, any dispute from state to state. That's why you're supposed to be able to, if you don't like it where you live, Move, Move to another state yes. where you might like it. Move. Yeah. If you don't like a state where abortion is illegal, move to California. Absolutely. Move to Oregon. Absolutely. And I can't afford it. Well, I'll help you pack. There's a reason why you can't afford it. Yeah. 
All right, Biden added, added, when people voted for Donald Trump and support him now, they weren't voting for attacking the Capitol. They weren't voting for overruling the election. They were voting for a philosophy he put forward. So I am not talking about anything other than it is inappropriate and it's not only happening here, but in other parts of the world. The failure to recognize and condemn violence wherever it's used for political purposes, failure to condemn any attempt to manipulate election outcomes, failure to acknowledge when an election has been won or lost, <laughs> I find it <laughs> oh, funny that yeah. that was put in there. Yep. By non Friday, appeared to be walking back his fiery rhetoric. I hate that word, rhetoric. I do too. It's used, um, it's, it's used too much and, and quite rhetorically. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? I saw what you did there. Mm-hmm. From just hours earlier, despite saying in Philadelphia that the Republican Party today is dominated driven and intimidated by Donald Trump and his MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. Well, I like um, this. You read one of his statements uh, just a couple of minutes ago about how he said um, the, they want, it was wrong to try to change the way votes are counted. Uh-huh. Um, excuse me. But in the couple of months Preceding the election, they changed the way the votes are counted. Mail-in ballots. Mail-in ballots, how long they had to send them in, when they had to be in, how they could be counted, when they could be counted. Yeah, all that stuff changed state to state. And that whole, we're going to take a break from counting for the next four hours. Mm -hmm. That, in my lifetime, I have never seen that. And I've watched presidential elections since 1980. Yep. And I have never seen anything like that. Well, during that speech, he mm-hmm. mentioned MAGA 13 times. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so here is, oh, I'll read it. Let's, let's just read it. <laughs> it's, it's the most projective, yeah. hypocritical mm-hmm. statement mm-hmm. that okay. I have ever heard. All right. MAGA Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. Together, we can choose a different path, Biden said in the speech. No shit. What a hypocrite. Oh, man. Because he just listed everything that they did during the summer of love with Antifa. Yes. And everything they continue to do. Um, the violence has come down some. It's, there's still a lot of it out there that is just isn't reported on. But, okay, listeners, think to yourself, and I'm just going to state this, and, and you come up with your own decisions. But if you have a differing opinion with somebody, if it's someone on the right or someone on the left, either way, which one is more likely to actually hate you for a differing opinion and want to cancel you for a differing opinion? Someone on the right or someone on the left? I mean, simple. Just think of that all on your own. I'm not going to tell you what I think. You probably already know. But that's all right. <laughs> because I have been 
the subject of that hate and, and vitriol from people because of differing opinions. Oh, yes. Me too. We have lost mutual friends yes. over, over this differing of opinions. Shit. Absolutely. And I think both of us were kind of looking at each other going, what the fuck just happened there? Exactly. And, and see, I can agree to disagree with somebody. I and still too. and be. Fr- I have friends that do not agree with me at all on a lot of things. But if they're going to take that stance with me, mm-hmm. I'm fine without them. Yeah, me too. You know, this is... Th- <laughs> this has been my great reset. <laughs> Get rid of all the all the people that I've known for decades mm-hmm. that all of a sudden over this one thing decide that they're going to treat you badly or whatever, talk you down. Man, you just don't need those people in your lives. No, no. You know, I would love to get along with them. But that bridge has been burned. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to get along with anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't care what your opinions are on anything. You could disagree with me 100% on everything. I'll still eat dinner with you, you yeah. know, whatever. But, and, and I'll stay away from certain topics. I'm fine with that. But uh, if you want to distance yourself from me, well, fine. I don't need that negativity in my life. Well, speaking in so, FIFA yeah. uh-huh. and and uh, my home state, gun-wielding Antifa members deter protesters outside Texas drag brunch that kids attended. And I'm guessing you don't mean drag racing. No. Well, no. here here's my okay. point. All here's right. my point. Give me the point. So, mega, 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 mega. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets real quiet on Antifa. Yeah, because it doesn't exist. It's an ideology. It's an ideology. So here again, let me reread this. Gun-wielding Antifa members deter protesters outside of a Texas drag brunch that kids attended. So what that means is a bunch of people who care about kids. Uh-huh go out and protest this because they don't want their kids brainwashed right by sexual idealistic theories um so gun masked gun toting antifa members showed up to provide security for a texas drag brunch sunday which included children. The Barrel Babes Drag Brunch held at Anderson Distillery and Grill in Roanoke had drawn attention from groups looking to protest, peacefully protest, Uh the event over social media, prompting a response from at least one reported militant anti-fascist group, according to multiple press accounts protect the Texas kid founder, Kelly nerd, was among those urging supporters to show up to the event to put pressure on the restaurant, which is exactly what Antifa does. Yes. A separate group called the Elm Fork John Brown gun club put out a call to its members to show up and show your support for the community. The Antifa gun club appeared to take credit for the black clad rifle wielding security that established the perimeter around the restaurant. 
you know, okay, this is just a funny story. Um, I helped work security for a walkaway event, which was, you know, people, this was a couple of years ago, which is, are people that uh, were walking away from the Democrat party because of all these antics and, and so forth. And they felt, you know, disenfranchised essentially from the party that they grew up with. Well, anyway, um, I was helping work security and, and one of the things we were told in our briefing, how to identify Antifa members, mm-hmm. they smell. <laughs> and I can tell you, it's true. <laughs> it's, they just stink. They smell like they look. Right. It's crazy. Well, to continue on this. Yes. And Tifa thugs clash with anti-mask protesters in bloody skirmish. One stabbed. Uh-oh. Los Angeles police said no arrests were made. Of course not. Of course not. And this is not for, this is during the month of August. Yes. Uh-huh. I know we're right into just right into September, but this is all within the last month. Yeah. And what, you know, the reason why I'm putting all this Antifa shit up mm-hmm. is because of what Biden said about the violent MAGA mm-hmm. gun toting hicks. Mm-hmm. So Antifa thugs crushed it, crashed an anti-mask protest outside Los Angeles City Hall on Saturday afternoon, resulting in multiple injuries. Um, and and who would go against an anti-mask protest? I mean, the CDC has come out and said we were wrong. Masks don't work. They don't do anything. They've just come out and done, said that in the last few months. Mm-hmm. They've said they've been wrong about a lot of it. Yep. And so somebody wants to do an anti-mask protest because there are places, especially in California, mm-hmm. where masking is still uh, required yeah. in a lot of places. And Antifa came there for the sole purpose of inciting violence. They had to. Yep. There's no other reason because nobody can be against this, you know, an anti-mask mask movement. Well, the story goes on. Some of the protesters had gathered at City Hall to protest against mask and vaccine mandates and could be seen yelling, fuck Antifa, (laughs) to to the counter-protesters clad in all black. Quote, anti-vaxxers have been holding violent protests attacking innocent bystanders in the process. A Twitter account linked to Antifa posted earlier this week, along with a flyer encouraging others to protest against the anti-mask crowd. Now God. they want to hold a rally downtown. No, this is an LA, mm-hmm. Los Angeles, yes. California folks. Yes. When when you got those, you know, all nuts roll west. Um, <laughs> Out to California. Uh, when you have people at city hall protesting masks and vaccines in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. people have had enough. And it says this directly puts unhoused communities, unhoused, you mean unhoused communities, you mean homeless people on that's, that's the first I've heard that phrase. You mean hobos unhoused communities who live in the area in danger that puts them in danger. Not, I think living on the street puts them in danger. Not doing meth uh, and fentanyl, but 
not wearing a mask and being unvaccinated. Oh my God. We say no more. <laughs> as they say. Uh, the LAPD reacted to the event on Twitter and said no arrests were made. Of course. Oh, no, of course not. Somebody was stabbed, but no arrests were made. No arrests were made. LAPD. It's mostly is, peaceful. Yeah, mostly. Except for the stabbing. Uh, LAPD is monitoring the protests at the south lawn of LA City Hall. The tweet said, because that's where we get all news. Of course. What's the best thing about Twitter? Not being on it. There you go. Did a bot tweet that? But I digress. (laughs) (laughs) We are on the scene to maintain order after the fight broke out. We are aware of one male that was stabbed and is being treated by the L.A. Fire Department. No arrests have been made, but an investigation is ongoing. Sure it is. Sure, that's what happened. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, uh, I say all that to say this. Well, yes. I I do have I do have one more. I do have one. All more. right. Um, let's see. Antifa violently. Well, this is in July. Okay. So we're going back a little bit. Yeah, a whole We, we didn't month, catch this. Month and a half. A month and a half. Uh, July 17th. Okay. Antifa violently clashes with police outside Los Angeles Spa. Uh-huh. Following an alleged transgender disrobing incident. Okay. You remember this one. I know I oh, remember this God. one. Uh, Multiple arrests were made during the protests. Protesters and counter-protesters decided, descended, sorry, descended on a Korean spa in Los Angeles that became the latest culture war flashpoint just weeks ago when a customer complained that a transgender woman, a dude, Uh allegedly disrobed in the woman's area. Antifa... Counter-protesters clashed with baton-welding LAPD officers near the spa on Saturday, according to the videos posted by independent journalist Brendan Guttenschwanger. (laughs) (laughs) He got in a lot of fights. Guttenschwanger? Swanger? Swanger? I don't know. Antifa clashed with the LAPD. Yes. Okay. So not MAGA. Mm-hmm. No. Not MAGA, no. uh, not respecting the law, but Antifa. Nope. nope. Antifa. And Antifa is Democrat, maybe? No. You think? Hmm. The LAPD arrested several dozen people and found multiple discarded weapons, including stun gun, knives, and pepper spray. No skateboards? Umbrellas? One video shows LAPD officer hitting a protester with his baton after a person appeared to spit in the officer's face, while another video showed an LAPD officer shooting a protester with a rubber bullet at close range. (laughs) Yes. Good deal. (laughs) Yay. I'll teach him. Um, so yeah. So, okay. These, uh, MAGA extremists Mm -hmm. are 
They they don't follow the rule of law. They lie. They defraud. Mm-hmm. They do. Oh, wait a minute. Let's go in that same vein. A lawsuit was filed by a coalition of 26 Black Lives Matters chapters. And they accused the organization's foundation head of unjust enrichment. Yes. Specifically the theft of 10 million in charitable contributions for personal expenditures. You think? Uh, yeah. Um, so are you, are you telling me black lives matter is a fraud and the people at the top are corrupt with their seven houses? We, uh, we, we reported on this, I don't know, six months ago or so about the $6 million house and the other houses and everything else. Um, real estate. Salamaya Bowers, the leader of the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, has uh, is is being um accused of defrauding the local activist groups by siphoning funds away from them. Get out of here! This is a self-proclaimed socialist Marxist. Marxist, yes. This okay. This is what Marxism does. This is what socialism does. Well, I think I think it siphons the, the money away. Right. It siphons the money away from the people to the elite. Yeah, to the proletariat. Right. Yeah. So then, you know, everybody else. For some reason, people think that if we have this this equity, mm-hmm. everybody's going to have plenty of money. But some no. people are more equal than others. Exactly. Some pigs, <laughs> some pigs are more equal than others. Um, it's from animal, animal farm people read a book anyway. Yeah. We're not calling her a pig. Although I wouldn't be opposed to it. No, I'll call her a pig. (laughs) Um, but anyway, so what happens is in the name of equity, Mm -hmm. you know, for some reason, the public seems to think that equity means everybody's going to have enough money to do everything they want to do. No, equity is the least common denominator. Meaning we will all be poor. Yes. We will all have the minimum necessary to sustain life. Except for the elites. Right, exactly. And that's what they do. They siphon off the money. Every socialist government that has ever existed or any communal type government that's ever existed has had this exact same scenario. Look at the Soviet Union. Look at... um, any, so I lived in a socialist country for eight years, Belgium. It's mm-hmm. the same thing there. You know, you, you just don't want this stuff, people. Look it up. So, um, so yeah, there's a, there's a group called Black Lives Matter Grassroots who is filing this lawsuit. It says uh, the assets we built, the financial resources, the social media platforms, and the name Black Lives Matter have been taken from us and are under the control of consultants. You think? Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's crazy. Bowers, the, the woman who stole this money, denies that, uh, oh no, man. I thought it was a woman. I don't know, Shalamaya. Sounds like a woman's name. Okay. Uh, denies that he engaged in financial misconduct, suggesting that the BLM grassroots network is complicit in systemic racism <laughs> in launching litigation <laughs> against him. His consulting firm was allegedly paid $2 million by the foundation in fiscal year 2020, according to a tax filing. Dude, so dude, the black lives matter organization 
Okay. Dude. Is dude. saying oh, no, that no, no, Black no. Lives Matter grassroots <laughs> is complicit in systemic racism. Stop, 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 stop. Dean, yes. Dean you yes. took the last Pop Tart. You white supremacist <laughs> racist. It fits everywhere. No, see, but it's a black person suing a black person. Calling is it complicit in systemic racism. Yeah. Oh Dude, my God. We can't. We can't make up these jokes. No. <laughs> they just write themselves. Just writing itself. <laughs> oh. The lawsuit Ooh. demands that they return the people's funds and stop impersonating Black Lives Matter. <laughs> impersonating. Oh my God. It couldn't get any funnier. Oh my God. It's you mix a bunch of stupid people together and they say words that they don't understand the meaning. No, no, not at all. Um, okay. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta read his, his words. Bauer said the complainants who named him and the headquarters in the suit have fallen victim quote victim to the cancerial logic and social violence that fuels the legal system. They would rather take the same steps of our white oppressors and utilize the criminal legal system, which is propped up by white supremacy, the same system they say they want to dismantle to solve movement disputes. Oh, my. I think I have the vapors. (laughs) Stealing $10 million is more than a dispute. Yes. Yes. Oh, I just thought that followed well with your uh, Antifa stuff. It just, it, you know, we got to have some fun with it. Oh my God. Well, since we're uh, talking about a lot about Los Angeles and California, uh-huh. California, of course, God, here we go. It's always good. Oh, I got to take a breath. Hold on. You know, they're, they're, I, I think I, I do have the vapors. I think there's I'm going to faint. There, there, there's a thing people search for a man in Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's just going to be search for the word California yeah. and you're going to come up with something. California asked residents not to charge electric vehicles. Oh, <laughs> you mean the state that says that all vehicles must be electric by 2035? Uh, by 2026, 33% or sorry, 36% of all sold vehicles must be electric. That, that state. Hold on. I need a stupid button. I have the bullshit button, but I need a stupid button. You, you would have to just sit on it. I know. California is advising residents not to charge their electric vehicles. The request comes just days after the state passed legislation to phase out gas-powered cars by 2035. Mm-hmm. This week, the Golden State grid operator asked motorists not to charge their vehicles during peak hour citing the scorching heat and high energy consumption. 40% of Americans' electric vehicles are registered in California. Oh, God. Let me put that out there again. Do it again. 40% of Americans' electric vehicles are registered in California. 40% of all electric vehicles in America are in California. Yes. And it says registered in California, but you can't drive outside of California because you'll have to charge. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This statistic has led critics to ask how much electricity usage would be nationally feasible. However... 
Governor Hair Gel Gavin Newsom said that the answer to that question is more green energy investments. We need what? more cash, folks, to improve the electric grid. Well, they have more to- green renewable energy for more cars that use rare minerals that strip mine and leave big holes in foreign countries, third world countries Mm -hmm. that we get these minerals from like the Congo that is Mm -hmm. under Chinese oppression right now. Or Afghanistan. Or Afghanistan where lithium is that we just gave to Mm -hmm. the Chinese Mm -hmm. government. So we can smell our own farts and think we're superior to everybody else driving cars that use fossil fuels. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and okay. The, the goal is, and you know, I've been doing a lot of this great reset, great reset research. And uh, one of these upcoming episodes, I'm going to just do a, a long spiel on what the great reset really is what it means to you why it's important and why you need to pay attention to it you said long spiel i did i did it's better than guten swinger (laughs) whatever um but what the goal is what i see as the goal is to public transportation yeah to stop (laughs) transportation you know stop it so you can just get in your car and go somewhere that you want to go whenever you want to get on the bus yes you'll have to use public transportation which is part of the great reset see what occurred to me just the other day Mm -hmm. it just hit me out of the blue you know i was listening to a report from uh uh, van der Leyen, the head of the EU, and she was talking about how, you know, these rare earth metals were, were going to be needed for all the battery production for these cars. Tell me more. And then it hit me. The first word, the most important word, rare. Rare, rare earth metals. Rare means, you know, not a lot there. Yeah, it's it's not like that rock no. you found in, found in your backyard. Oh, let's put this in our gas tank. That's not what no. that is. No. Uh, so... If we keep doing this and keep mining these rare earth metals for mm-hmm. these batteries, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? They're going to get more rare. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen when it's more rare? Price goes up. Exactly. And then nobody's going to be able to afford cars except for the elites, like, you know, the Black Lives Matter people. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So at that point, all you can do is use public transportation because also these batteries have about 10 years. They're saying 10 years. Um, it realistically it's five or six and they start degrading and they start degrading. Once they degrade like 75% of the cost of an electric vehicle is the batteries. Mm-hmm. So to replace the batteries in an electric vehicle that's five or six years old would cost more than the vehicle is worth. Yeah, they're disposable cars. Exactly. Just like windmill blades. And none of it is recyclable. None of it. So now what are we doing? So now as that happens, they won't people won't be able to get new cars. You will have to use public transportation. Mm-hmm. You will have to use shared transportation. Unless you hold on to your old gas guzzler. Exactly. But you know, it's gonna come a time. Okay, California. 
2026, only 30, 36% of the new cars sold must be electric. Right. By 2030, 68% must be electric. By 2035, 100% of all car all, all new cars sold in California must be electric. Okay. That seems okay because you can still sell your used cars and you know there's still people that can work on them and you can still get parts for them and, and all that. But it's California. All they have to do is say, you can buy and sell those gas guzzlers all you want. You just can't register it. And you can't get gas. And you can't get gas because they're going to be converting the gas stations to electric charging stations. And where you got to sit for 45 minutes yeah, to I mean, get it, 250 it's, miles. <laughs> oh, it's going to take longer than that to go 250 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes eight hours to fully charge one of these cars. Well, you can get it up you to get, 80%. They, they, have fast, they have fast chargers. You can do like in half an hour, you can get about 40 or 50%. So let, let's talk about scam. But the cost of that mm-hmm. is way above what it costs for a gas car, mm-hmm. number one. Number two, the new incentives that, that Captain Hair Gel, Gavin Newsom, wants to give out for green energy initiatives, all that's for is because green energy costs a ton more to produce than what we do now. Yep. So the incentives are actually subsidies to the power companies because people cannot afford the electricity that gets put out by these. One windmill never will never produce enough electricity to, to pay, pay for, for itself. itself. Yes, sir. Well, let's go down the rabbit hole. Let's do it. I like these rabbit holes. We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. <laughs> so let's talk about electric scam. And yeah. we've talked about this before, and nobody seemed to ever notice this. And I have never heard it talked about. Mm-hmm. We do that a lot. I'm guessing about eight years ago, they were sending you these CFLs. Mm-hmm. Eight or ten years ago, I can't mm-hmm. remember. Um, probably ten years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. they wanted you to get rid of your incandescent bulbs. Yes, they want to save you money. Yeah, they want to save you money, so they give you all these free CFLs. That's going to bring your energy costs down. Right. We want to save you money. We're now, giving you rebates mm-hmm. on these energy efficient <laughs> uh-huh. appliances. Mm-hmm. We're giving you incentives to switch away from gas and Mm -hmm. go on electric. It's going to cost you pennies to use this appliance as opposed to your old appliances that have been running for 30 years. I remember when a refrigerator would run for 30 years. Yeah. You you would see these mustard colored refrigerators. My uncle still has the same refrigerator that was put in his house when it was built in 1977. Mm -hmm. So replace these long lasting, well built appliances with the cheaper, more efficient appliances. And Mm -hmm. you'll save money on your electric bill. Yes. Then what happened? 
they raised the rate of electricity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they exactly. said, we're not making enough money to support what we're doing. Yes. So we're going to raise the price of electricity. So now you're paying even more than what you were paying before. Yes. With these new high efficiency bulbs. Per kilowatt hour. Yes. My, oh, my electric bill, oh, no, no, my no. summertime electric bill has doubled in two years. Yeah. Literally doubled. Oh, no, no, no. It gets even better. Yeah. Oh, we can't use the CFL bulbs because nope. they have mercury in yep. them. You're going to have to upgrade to the new LEDs. Yep. And these will last you 10 years. Yeah. And then they didn't. Right. Yeah, I got I got uh, a box of, I don't know, eight, I think, of those LEDs. Mm-hmm. And some of them are still run, working. Some of them, most of them that I've used have lasted right around a year, which is what you used to get out of a regular incandescent bulb. Yes. Yeah. And they are a whole lot more expensive at the store. So there's the scam. Mm -hmm. There's a scam. So going down that rabbit hole, when everybody goes to electric cars, what do you think is going to happen? Electricity is going to go up again. You think? (laughs) So then it's going to be, well, I mean, this is just a progression, you know, so we continue down that rabbit hole. Electricity is going to go up. People will have to live in shared communities. So large apartment buildings where your utilities are included, the government will pay your rent because you can't afford it anyway. And then you'll have to work the job that they tell you to work for as many hours a day as they tell you to work. Labor laws go out the window. Now, yeah, I'm 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 describing a weird dystopian reality, but this is exactly what they are doing. I mean, I'm not talking about things that might come to pass if certain things happen. No, these are the steps that have already been put in place. Uh, all you have to do is open your eyes and look. You won't own anything and you will like Absolutely. It. Absolutely. The great, great reset. reset. Yep. <laughs> Well, that, that was a weird rabbit hole. Um, it was, but it was fun. So, yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> California's having a problem with this already. What is rural Nebraska going to do? Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, I grew up in farm country, Ohio, mm-hmm. where most people, their neighbors are at least a quarter mile, if not a half mile away. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to go to a main grocery store, you know, it's a good hour drive to go to a a big town. You know, all the small towns have little independent grocery stores, but if you want to do a big shopping of, you know, supplies, Mm -hmm. you're driving an hour each way. You know, um, this is, this is just not feasible. I drove 70 miles round trip last night Mm -hmm. to go visit some friends. 70 miles round trip Mm -hmm. because they live on the other side of a city. Yeah. And what happens when you got a rolling blackouts, Mm -hmm. you can't charge your car because of the rolling blackouts Mm -hmm. and you can't get to work the next day. You can call your boss and go, Oh, another rolling blackout. Can't drive to work. Virtual work. Yeah. 
That's why uh, California is one of the states that now requires businesses to offer uh, work from home opportunities if if at all possible. Mm-hmm. Well, the state, going back to the story, okay. oh, yeah. <laughs> with uh, uh, not being able to charge cars. Yes. The state is currently getting scorched by record-breaking heat wave. Mm-hmm. I hear that all the time. Oh, yeah. It's a record climate change. It's a record-breaking heat wave. It's never been this hot ever. Lies. Mm, that's not true. Lies. We're still in a warming period. We're still cooler than our average over the last several hundred thousand years. It is expected to be 10 to 20 degrees warmer than normal across the state throughout this Labor Day weekend. The temperatures reaching 115 degrees in the inland valleys, which is a desert, mm-hmm. and into the triple digits along the coast, where there's an ocean. The National <laughs> Weather Service is calling it an extraordinary heat event. Uh-huh. Although the sweltering temperatures have residents cranking up air conditioners, fans, and swamp coolers, who the F still has a swamp cooler. <laughs> Somebody who has no idea what they're doing. California is asking residents to set their thermostats to 78 degrees to cut back on energy usage. The state has issued a flex alert. The alert calls on residents to conserve energy in the afternoon and the evening hours. And I want to put in there too, I heard on another podcast, it was probably no agenda, mm-hmm. that uh, the, so there's there's these uh, incentives that you can get from the electric company on these, uh-huh. on these uh, uh, smart thermostats. Yeah, I was that, just going to bring that up, yeah. Yeah, that, that they can reach into your thir- uh, smart thermostat and lock it down. Yes. And they give you a little energy break to do, or they give you a little money break, but they take the control away from you. Yes. Yeah, um, they did that uh, in Colorado just recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've also done it in Texas. They do it and in the, Texas. The way the, and now this is opt and they in. do it in in your home state of South Carolina. They, they well, this is opt in, right? Opt-in. But mm-hmm. but like with every EULA out there, people don't read it. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't read the fine print. Oh, I'll save a hundred dollars. Well, what they did in Texas. Now I'm not sure about Colorado, but I know in Texas what they did was if you were opted in. No matter what you had your thermostat set to, they bumped it up four degrees. Nah. So people that were already trying to conserve energy and set it at 80, uh-huh. 79, 82, whatever, it still bumped it up four degrees. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so can you imagine you or, or what about people that turn their thermostat up when they leave the house? Right. Some people do that. Mm-hmm. So if I leave the house, I turn my thermostat up to like 80 uh, or even 82, right? Thinking, okay, that's going to conserve some energy. I'm going to be gone for several hours. I come back and my thermostat is set to 86 and there's nothing I can do about it. Okay. Well, I've baked this cake. Now, uh-huh. I'm, now I'm coming with the icing. Oh boy. <laughs> do it. Experts are warning that proposals by the Biden administration and the EU to artificially limit prices on Russian oil could make the energy crisis worse. Mm -hmm. You think? Okay, so let's (laughs) let's go back to inauguration day. Inauguration day. Inauguration. Marble mouth. Um, Telling you. 
the day Biden got in. That's it. <laughs> the day of the insurrection. When he no, started, when he started signing all these executive orders, ca- canceling pipelines, canceling mm-hmm. domestic drilling, mm-hmm. uh, and selling us out to who? Uh, OPEC, Russia, China, Russia. Okay. Selling us out to Russia. That's when we started buying Russian oil again. Right. Want to remember that these are the same people. Yes. And now they're in talks to limit that. Of course. How in the world can you step on your own dick so bad? <laughs> According to reports, the price caps on Russian energy may further reduce international supply. You think? Really? In turn, this would push prices even higher. This warning comes after Russian Deputy Prime Minister Alexander Novak, how come I can pronounce that, but I'm having trouble with all these other words, said that Russia, yeah, that said that Russia will not sell its oil and gas to countries that join the proposed price caps. And right now, they are flaring off their gas. Yeah. Because they're making so much of it yep. and not selling enough yep. that they're burning it in the atmosphere. Yes. How is well, this all you, well, you can't shut them down because uh, yeah, they're really hard to restart and it costs a lot to restart. And sometimes they don't restart. And sometimes so it doesn't it come fire. back at efficiency. Remember uh, the first Gulf War mm-hmm. and the pictures of all those huge towering flames coming up out of the ground? Yep. That's what they're doing in Russia. Yep. They would rather burn it than sell it to us. So the moron administration is wanting to step on their own dicks and saying, oh, we just need more electric cars. Oh, yeah, that's it. And more solar farms and more wind farms. And, you know, I don't understand how this has escaped people or what... They're thinking, I can can tell you, there's some great, there are some great physicists out there, some great minds Mm -hmm. in that world. But, you know, energy can never be created nor destroyed. Mm -hmm. It can only be transferred. Mm -hmm. So these wind farms are robbing the wind of energy because there's a lot more energy in the wind, when it hits the windmill, then there is on the other side of the windmill. Right. So that slows down. And most of these huge wind farms are right in the Gulf Stream, right in the jet stream. Mm-hmm. The jet stream is one of the great big controlling factors of climate. That's, not just weather, but climate. That's why London is not in the Arctic. Right. That's right. It's why when I lived in Belgium... It had a very temperate climate about the, about like Virginia. Um, You know, it, it just, I don't get that. Or the other main contributing factor to climate and weather is the sun heating the earth's crust. Well, I'm going to answer. So that. if we put solar farms out there, that stops the sun from hitting the earth's crust. I'm going to answer your question. Answer it. 
how how people don't know this is because they get fed little pieces. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about just average people. I'm talking about you know physicists, people people who know this stuff. Trust the science. Well, where do you think their grants come from that pay their bills? Yeah, you're right. The government. You're right. And we all know of studies that were paid for by corporations, et cetera, that were written by preeminent minds knowing they were lying. Like the sugar lobby. Yep. You know, writing about how beef is bad for you. Mm -hmm. Red meat is awful. You might have 20 pounds of red meat in your colon. Bullshit. Bullshit. If I had 20 pounds of red, you don't think I would know if I had 20 pounds or even five pounds? Come on. It's going to harden your arteries. <laughs> I like to hear my arteries harden. Well, here's. And we know, and, and we know based on proven testing fact, that is wrong. Yes. Well, and, and on that subject, mm-hmm. I just ordered another half a cow. Nice. <laughs> Come why, to your house for dinner. Why do you think that is? Uh, so you can get real meat. Yes, that's part of it. But a food desert's coming, my friend. Yep. Food desert's coming, and it's going to hit about the first of the year. Let's go ahead and mark that one down real quick. All right, that one's marked. Uh, Food desert by the first of the year. Why is it that I say this? I don't know. Why? Tell me, Scott. Supply chain. Yes. Let's go through it. So, diesel. Mm -hmm. Very expensive. Transports everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that people out there in uh, radio land, pod land, uh-huh. whatever we want to call it, in the interwebs, <laughs> in, <laughs> in the Googleverse. Yes. One of the things that they may not realize is the food that your food eats uh-huh. is transferred by diesel trucks. Yes. So what's happening? The food for your food now costs double. Mm-hmm. And that's whether you eat plants mm-hmm. or animals, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Uh, if you're fertili- no fertilizer, uh, time to fer- move to bugs. Fertilizer is doubled. Feed has mm-hmm. doubled. Mm-hmm. True fact. Mm-hmm. Look it up, folks. Yep. So what's happening? The farmers and the ranchers of America. This is actually happening. Look it up. Google it, folks. You're not going to see it on mainstream media, but I'm telling you now. I'm telling you so you know, mm-hmm. all the farmers are bringing their stuff to market early. Yes. And people may say, oh, great. That brings mm-hmm. more meat to market, right? Mm-hmm. No. There's a problem with that. They won't be able to feed their cattle through the winter. Yes. Because it takes, they have to truck it in. Nothing's growing during mm-hmm. the winter. Right. They got to truck it in. Yeah, you can't graze in the, in the snow. Okay. So people are like, well, then grow more cows. Well, that takes three years, mm-hmm. three years mm-hmm. from calf to slaughter. Yep. Three years. So what's, what's going to happen? There's going to be a shortage of meat for three years. Yeah. Unless you're eating chicken. I mean, you can raise chickens a lot quicker, but oh, yeah. And then you got the bird flu. Where well, you hope. Anyway, um, yeah, there's there's a big uh it almost looks like a famine coming. Well, it's going to be, you know, it, it's again, this is what I it goes back to what I was just talking about a little bit ago with all these things that are lining up to cause us to move 
in directions they want us to move. Bug protein. This is going to turn into the bug protein. Um, the vegan push started it. I don't know if vegans are going to want to eat bugs or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably not. Not. But who even knows? though they eat them, if they whether do. they know it or not. I mean, you know, uh, now a vegan won't eat a Snickers bar, but there, are, there's actually an acceptable amount of bugs in a candy bar. Uh-huh. I think it's like eight spider legs and um, an ant. Um, I mean, they actually have the FDA or the USDA, one or the other, actually has a listing in processed food how much bug material can be in it. Yummy. And, yeah, and, yeah. and for your fart smellers out there who want to be superior and eat nothing but organic, why don't you look up what the qualification, I won't even say it on here, but no. look up the qualifications for organic. Yeah, It's, uh, you know, a certain percentage has to be not this and not yep. that, but not all of it. And anything that's truly organic mm-hmm. is using actual poisons as pesticides. Uh-huh. Stuff that we got away from years ago because it was polluting our rivers and, and wetlands and et cetera. They're going back to it because that's all natural. So all you superior fart smellers uh-huh. out there, go go look it up. Or tell me this. Why do you get organic? Why? Ask yourself why you get organic. To say is it because you, you think organic? Is because you think it's better? Okay, fine. Why is it better? Look it up. Find out reasons. Find out why it's better. Now, I will go non-GMO. Yes. I will buy non-GMO. Yes. Now, I will eat organic when I raise something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I uh, I will eat organic in, you know, the food that comes out of my garden uh-huh. because, well, I come from a farming family. I know how to do this stuff without a whole lot of, okay, when I plant plants, I do use miracle Grow, so I guess that's non-organic i don't know when i first put them in the ground i use miracle grow outside of that is just water weed it you know maintain it water weed it eat it yeah flower on the cabbage huh well anyway yeah so uh so yeah you guys out there man stop start stocking up on your canned goods i'm telling (laughs) you yeah by the first of the year, you're going to see it, and people are people are going to sit around, and then at the at the last moment, don't come to my house looking for stuff because you I am you're going to get shot. But I'm um, coming to your house uh, when people start figuring your out. Your wife will feed me that this. Uh, yeah, think again. Um, <laughs> you big boy. Yeah, <laughs> my wife ain't going to feed you. Um, yeah, start start stocking up on on stuff that you will use i mean the mm-hmm. the simple part about it is is i talked to a guy the other day and and i told him you know what i was doing again because i did this at the first of the year because i knew meat was going to go up mm-hmm. and i bought half a cow then and i haven't had to buy meat all year mm-hmm. i mean this was january right and here it is september the beginning mm-hmm. of september haven't had to buy a piece of meat mm-hmm. none and I've been eating at home. Yeah. And I haven't been eating out. I don't know if you've eaten out late, lately, but fast food's like $17. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Everything's doubled. So um, I went ahead and, you know, in, uh, to get ahead of this thing, I've, I've bought, you know, a side of beef, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to my specifications, mm-hmm. uh, custom cuts. 
And that's going to last me and my wife a year yeah. of eating meat every damn day mm-hmm. and eating leftovers. You know, you, mm-hmm. c- you, cook, yeah. you cook a pound of hamburger between two people. You're going to have some leftover for mm-hmm. lunch. It's going to happen. But if you want to start on a smaller scale, when you go to the grocery store and you buy, uh, I'm not, I like baked beans. I, I eat a lot of baked beans because I eat a lot of meat. Uh-huh. Baked beans goes with meat. Yeah, it does. Uh, when I go and I get the Bush's Steakhouse beans. That's why you beans, sleep alone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I go buy the uh, Bush's Steakhouse beans, uh-huh. barbecue beans, I buy two yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. When I buy Amy's mac and cheese, mac mm-hmm. and cheese, I don't care what they say. I like, I like the mac and cheese. Uh, I buy two boxes mm-hmm. and yeah, the pantry's full of stuff. Cause I keep buying two of everything, right? Two of everything. I, but I, then when you can't get it, you'll have it. It's there. Yes. And I'm talking non-perishable folks. Right. Right. I there's mean, gonna be a run, there's going to be a run on potted meat. No uh, Spam. <laughs> spam, 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 spam. And I'm not talking about that stuff in your email. I'm talking no. about the real deal. Yes. Uh, the uh, the delicacy of Hawaii. Fried spam and eggs. Yeah. Do it. So anyway, uh, just a warning out there to all those uh, uh, dozens of people that listen to us. <laughs> uh, get get your food supplies right before mm-hmm. the end of the year. Get them right. Yes. At least a couple of months that you could just string along. Another good one, man. Good protein. Uh, super cheap. Uh, a pallet of ramen noodles. Mm, yeah. That'll keep you alive. It will. It's not good yeah, for you. Alive is good. But it'll keep you alive. Yes. Oh, well, I mean, you know, let, let's say you have ramen noodles for lunch and mm-hmm. then you have a protein for dinner. You're good for the day. Yeah. You're good for the Absolutely. day. Absolutely. That, that'll sustain yeah. you. When everybody, you know, the th- the thing is, is nine meals away from murder. Yeah. You're nine meals away from murder. And I'm not sure it would take me that long. If you're looking at your, your child and your child is withering away and you see some dude walking down the street with a loaf of bread, you're going to kill him for that bread. Yep. Because it becomes a survival of the fittest. Now, is it going to get that bad? I don't think so. I don't think it'll get that bad. But I don't know. You know, the homeless might start because, you know, they're already lacking in the ability to get good food. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean the people experiencing homelessness? People experiencing, what was it? Or the housing? unhoused? Unhoused. Unhoused <laughs> community. That's it. The unhoused community. Are we going to start calling drug dealers unlicensed pharmacists? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, the unhoused community might uh turn to some serious violence for food mm-hmm. and if you live in somewhere like los angeles if i'm straight does that make me non-gay no <laughs> no you're only gay if you like it you're um, only gay if you look it in the eyes yes oh okay so anyway um <laughs> if you live in one of those cities with a large unhoused community you may be uh attacked for walking out of a grocery store yeah. with food well, I mean, I, th- this is the way I picture it. It'll be a Chinese carton of crickets. <laughs> Ooh, yum. That's what your food is going to sound like right Eat there. Eat bugs. Eat more bugs. <laughs> God. They're going to start ramping up this cricket thing. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
It's already a, a base for some of the more popular uh, protein drinks. Not some of the popular ones, but some pro- protein drinks have, have switched to that. Well, all you fart smelling elitists can eat all those bugs you want. Yep. I'm going to have a damn freezer full of meat. And I'm going to eat bacon and brisket and uh, no, no yard just, bird. Just for that, I don't I th- like chicken. Just for that, I think I'm going to have a steak tonight. Yes, sounds good. Well, enough of that depressing stuff. Oh, fun. Let's go on to tech news. Hello, IT. Have you tried turning it off and on again? And since I dominated the last section with all my stories, I'm going to turn it over to Dean. Oh, I definitely jumped in there uh, a time or two and I had a couple of bits. But yeah, uh, so start off with tech news. Well, let's start off with some social media because uh, we both love talking about the wonderful aspects of social media. Yes. Well, you know, we've talked a lot about Twitter and the Elon Musk uh, purchase and fiasco and all that. And we've also discussed many times that all these social media companies are losing money. They always have been. Bummer. Yeah, bummer. Um, But now they're looking at at ways to start making money, finally. Uh, First one I want to talk about is Twitter. The one that has never made a profit. No, no. They lose money every single quarter. Has always lost money every single quarter. Um, and we're kind of starting to see why advertisers, advertisers don't like to advertise to things that aren't people, (laughs) you know, they actually want real eyeballs on their advertising. Well, now they're going to start that right now they're testing an edit button an edit feature for, uh, you know, if you send out a tweet and you go, Oh, oops, I made a mistake. You can edit it kind of like what Facebook does. And it's going to give you a limited history on the edits. The biggest complaint was, you know, if I send out a treat, a tweet that a treat, a treat <laughs> good Lord, nothing on Twitter is a treat. Uh, if I send out a tweet that says I love Donald Trump and, you know, a thousand people retweet that I can then go back and edit it and say, I hate Donald Trump. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, their retweets say I hate Donald Trump. Well, it's going to have a history feature. You can click and find out what the edits were if you're so inclined. Most people won't look at that. They'll just look at the headline and, you know, just like they do with news and everything else. They look at the headline and don't look any deeper. Of course. Well, the edit button is going to cost you. Um, it is not free. It's only going to be for blue uh, checkmark people. And blue checkmark people pay... Well, they did pay $2.99 a month. Now that just went up to $4.99 a month, which doesn't sound like much, but when you get hundreds of thousands or millions of blue check marks, it's a good little chunk of change. And for this feature, Twitter seems to think that it's going to create more blue check mark people. Hold on. Let me let me back up here. Uh so what are they playing $2.99 a month for? To be a blue check mark? Yes. I thought the blue check mark and was just, a, just saying that they verified that's who you are. It is, but it's um or is, sorry, is their blue subscription, not blue check mark. Blue oh. subscription. Oh, okay. Um which has uh what other features like uh an undo feature 
to recall tweets before you send them. Um, to recall tweets before you send them? Yeah. Customizable navigation bar. A list of top articles shared by people you follow. And some NFT stuff, which is just that NFT thing. It just baffles me why anybody would want to get on, on that game. Other than people who want to make some quick money right now before it all implodes. Well, we both sound like, because we both are the same on the NFTs, we both sound like the guys that said, Bitcoin, this thing will never go anywhere. Yeah, well. Never under, underestimate the stupidity of people. No, absolutely not. I mean, I like, I love the technology Bitcoin was built on. The whole blockchain initiative, I think, is is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, the white paper that goes along with it, um, if you have the chance to read it, if you have some technical uh, knowledge or you need um, it before you go to sleep. Yeah. Well, if you have, if, if you have, you know, if you are a technical person and like technical papers, it's a good one to read. Um, it makes a lot of sense. And, um, you know, had it been done properly, I don't know. It may have, it may have really went somewhere right now. There's so many issues with the growth of the blockchain for Bitcoin it takes days to make a transaction. Let's use the lightning network and various other things. There's still a lot of things that need to be worked out. Um, Ethereum has worked out a lot of it. Uh, they're still working on some other issues with that, but I just wanted to bring up that uh, it seems odd that Twitter is going to be releasing something that's going to help them make money right before they think they're going to be purchased. I still think that's going to fall through. Adam Curry said that before all of this started, he thought Elon's plan was to destroy Twitter. Which isn't a bad idea. It really isn't. Twitter is such a mind suck. Time Um, suck, too. Time suck. I mean, worse than that is TikTok. Well, the the thing about Twitter that I don't understand is it so manipulates simple minds. It really does. It it, it makes people mad. Oh, my God. People just get just nuts over this stuff. And if you get mad over a Twitter post, you're dumb. Yeah. Because it's Can you imagine some of these people back in the age of real trolling? Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, There would be armed conflict in the streets. Man, I'm telling you that being being at the dawn of the World Wide Web, not the Internet, but mm-hmm. the dawn of the World Wide Web. When we were just on BBSs and we used to have these flame wars just back and forth. Oh, yeah. It was funny. It was. I wonder oh. what they're going to say next. Yeah. And, and we would just. wonder how creative he can come up. You know, and it wasn't just simple, you know cursing each other out and, and that kind of, I mean, people would get creative with this stuff. Yeah. And then other people would copy yours and use it in other places. And yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It's definitely where you learn to grow a thick skin. That's true. And, and so since then it's online stuff just doesn't bother me because I know it's not real. And I know it's some, some weak person behind a keyboard mm-hmm. Saying some kind of crap to get a reaction out of you. Yes. And if you say something to them and it hurts their feelings, then they're going to cry racist or something. Yeah. I mean, it's a generation of pussies. Mm -hmm. It really is. And Twitter's like the home of the pussy. 
Yeah. Really is. I mean, people yeah, I mean, just, just get their feelings hurt over every little thing that, that happens on it's just characters well, we've, on we've a gotten, damn screen. We've, got, we've gotten a society now where it's a it's almost a privilege to be offended. It's bullying. Yeah, well, it's bullying. <laughs> you know what, people cyberbullying. Look up the definition of bullying. This is making fun of somebody is not bullying. Just because I call you a you know short skinny prick. That's not bullying. I'm offended. Now, if. Hey, I'm not short. You're not tall. <laughs> I'm 5'8. I'm normal, bro. You're the yeah, fucking okay. Jolly Green Giant, yeah. you fat Yeah, you're fucker. normal. 5'8 yeah, <laughs> is normal. It is. In China. Uh, Chinese. Anyway. Okay. The only so, thing that stops you from being a basketball player is that stomach of yours. <laughs> the fact that I can't play basketball. <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> See, folks, you yeah. can have fun with it. Yes. Nobody's offended. Jeez. Jesus. We used to call it busting balls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe, anyway. Maybe some of you out there should get a life. Yes. So now there's a new team that is planning to add more paid features for Facebook and Instagram. Yay! I won't be part of that. Meta. Uh, so yeah, they're they're tasked with building paid experiences across all of Meta's apps. Now they said, I think we do see opportunities to build new types of products, features, and experiences that people would be willing to pay for. And you know what? They're probably right. They're probably right. They haven't said what any of those products, features, and experiences are, <laughs> but they are tasked with creating them. Yeah. Um, I mean, already Facebook group administrators can charge for access to, you know, exclusive content. Um, virtual stars can be purchased to send to creators. Uh, let's see. WhatsApp charges certain businesses for the ability to message their customers. Instagram just, just started, uh, a subscription service for creators. Booty cam. Oh, I'm sure. Um, well, yeah, they would. That's what it would be. Instagram um, creators could charge a subscription for exclusive content like Bo- booties, booty cam. Yeah. Um, now, in June of uh, actually, it was this year, June of twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zuckerberg, the Zuck, said that the company would not take a cut of transactions paid features until uh, um, and subscriptions until twenty twenty-four. Until. Now, let me explain to people why that's not a good thing. Everybody thinks, oh, that's great. He's so nice. For two years, he's not going to take anything. No. Over those two years, you're going to build subscriptions, making all that money, and the content creators and et cetera are going to build these subscriptions, these payment platforms, and get a lot of money coming in already. So when he takes starts taking a cut, there's already something to take. Suck. Because if they if they start taking a cut now, people are not going to be as inclined to build it as big as it could get. Okay, this has been done before. Yeah. By a company called uh, Apple. Ah. So if you put an app on their app store, they take uh-huh. 30%. Yes. 30 off some, the top. I think some go up to 40. And any subscriptions that you have, mm-hmm. 30%. Yep. Off the top. Yes. Not 
not after you've paid taxes. No. Before you get paid. Yes. Yes. Off the Splits top. it right off. Takes it off net. Google Play Store does the same thing. I'm not sure it's the same amount, mm-hmm. but they take they take a good chunk off your uh, app as well. And they did the same. No, they now did I haven't looked. What do they do with free apps? Uh, advertising revenue? Because free apps always have advertising on them. Not sure. Not sure. I have to, um, I'm going to have to look that. Let me make a note. But the, this is this is the same old dog and pony show. Uh, yeah. You know, Apple did it first. It's a bait and switch. Yeah. They they were like, they were like, yeah, put your put your stuff on here. We won't charge you for it. And for a time, you know, to fill their app store. And that's what Zucker Zuck's doing mm-hmm. is he's doing it so that everybody gets used to it. Yeah. And not get charged for it. And then they get charged off the subscriptions. Mm-hmm. I mean, say, look, <laughs> this is the same old thing. I think actually. Yeah, well, and people are going to work a lot harder if they're getting 100% of the revenue. Yeah. Well, and, and the the where, where this really works well, in my opinion, is Google, uh, yeah. YouTube. Uh-huh. YouTube, this works well. Because they don't charge you anything. They don't take anything from you. They just get a cut off of the advertisements. No, if um, there's the super chat feature, if you're doing any live streaming on on YouTube, Mm -hmm. you can do a super chat, which is you donate money, uh, whatever amount you want, and your chat gets highlighted and the person doing the live stream generally will read it out or... Or play a, you know, play a really annoying air horn. <laughs> one time for the one time. Give me one time for the one time. Anyway, um, sorry, I, I slipped into uh, 1990s rap mode. Anyway, um, but they take, uh, I think it's 30% off of that. Yeah. I, and Well, I understand that. That's a special feature. But right. I'm talking about in general. Yeah, okay. You know, with... Um, uh, what, what they what take they, a large chunk say, off the advertising. 400 gigs per minute gets uploaded to YouTube on Something a daily like that, basis. Yeah, that sounds about right. And they're not taking any money off of the creator for that. Right, right. You don't pay for that. Right. The advertiser pays YouTube and you get a very small cut. Yes. Yes. Which which I think I think that's fair. Yeah. If if you, if that's not fair to you. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting the residuals you want, you can take the money that you have made and make your own website and yeah. paywall. Up. Yes, you can do that. You can uh, do a Patreon, do a locals account. Uh, you can do all kinds of things that, that already have built in paywalls for you. You can create your own website. You can create your own uh, federated web uh, video channel, like kind of like YouTube. Yeah. Um, there are federated instances of that that you can create your own, your own YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and build, you know, get plugins and, and different things for advertising. And now granted, you'll have to either, you know, source that advertising yourself or just, you know, do a, a payment system, you know, subscription service to your users. Right. But, you know, there are a lot of ways you can make your own money. I should get on board with some of that stuff. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe you should do the unboxing videos, which I don't oh, understand. Uh, yeah, that's that's always look been... at this box. It's a great box. Look at the presentation. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I can't believe what they've come out with this year for this now, box. Me, me, <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna open the box and oh my god, it's a pen. Yeah. It's the best pen I've ever seen. I don't understand unboxing videos. I I, I don't either. Um, There's a lot of videos I don't understand and why anybody would watch them. I don't understand, but I'm definitely not the audience for them. Yeah. I mean, these, these children under, under 15, they're mm -hmm. making millions of dollars Mm -hmm. reviewing toys. You mean their parents that are making millions of dollars? True. Mm Mm-hmm. True. Pimp your kids, folks. Yeah, why not? Hey, you worked all of, you know, a year or two of their lives. Uh, let them do it all. Capitalism at its best. Yes. Like <laughs> child labor. Actually, it's socialism at its best. Yeah. Because it's socialist countries that have the child labor problem. Mm, that's true. Hmm. China. All right, what you got next? Uh, let's see. Or you want me to go? Well, LastPass. Okay. Which I think you use. I do. They were attacked. Hackers hit LastPass. Now, they did not get any user data. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, you know, according to LastPass. Yes. But what they did get. Source code. Is source code. So they have all the source code for how LastPass works how it communicates, how it does everything that it does. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on what their encryption algorithms are, how they do it, a decryption routine could be written. Depends on what it is. You know, it depends on how the hash is done. Like an MD5 hash, there's, you cannot decrypt. They're you can, non-reversible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You cannot decrypt like an MD5 hash, which is what most passwords are stored as um, online. But you don't have to know the actual password either. Because your password is stored as a long string of characters that is a, uh, an aggregate of a mathematical formula that's put on your password. So when you type in your password to log in somewhere, it does not check that password that you typed in with what it has stored. Mm-hmm. It encrypts the one you just typed in and compares that to the encrypted version that it has stored. Most places do not or should not store your original clear password right. anywhere. If you are on a site and you click forgot password and they send you your actual password, you need to get off of that site immediately. Yes. Um, because they should not be storing that anywhere. But because of the way that those hashes work, you know, this a different string of characters can come up with the same hash. So the same encrypted string, it doesn't matter. So a brute force attack works a lot better on stuff like that. Yeah. It's called a collision. Right. Right. The two hashes. Right. Are the hash same. collision. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway. Uh, according to LastPass, they started notifying its users of a recent security incident. They did. I can un- confirm that. Where an unauthorized party used a compromised developer account 
to access parts of its password manager source code and some proprietary LastPass technical information. Um, a compromised developer account. That's scary. Developers should definitely know better than, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they should be probably the hardest between them and system administrators. Those should be the hardest accounts to be able to get into. Um, strongest passwords, the whole nine yards. But um, they continued to explain that the company has implemented additional enhanced security measures after containing the breach, which it detected two weeks ago. The company would not comment on how long the breach had been going on before it was detected. So, you know, who knows? Uh, but according to LastPass, no user data was uh, accessed. Yeah, that's I believe them. Yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of okay. So let's go to the user data part because I did a deep dive in the last pass before I got involved with them. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got KeyPass, you've got some other. Um, mm-hmm. Even Kaspersky has a one password. Yeah, uh, one Nord, password. Nord. Uh, the VPN providers now have, have supposedly a good one. And I think a lot of these are derivative off the same source code. Probably. Uh, you know, they they probably package this up for everybody. Now, I know that LastPass was bought, I want to say by Symantec, weren't they? LastPass, I think. Uh, no, Norton has their own. Uh, Symantec owns Norton, and Norton has its own password utility. Password locker. Uh, they might have, but not, not that I'm aware of. Hold on, let me Google that for you. Okay. Did you that's, really that's Google where it? Yeah, that's where you're supposed to talk. Oh, I'm supposed to talk. <laughs> I don't go that one. I was listening to you Google. Googling yourself. I was Googling myself. Uh, Log me personal. in. That's who bought it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. They uh, they they were bought by Log me in. Wasn't Log me in part of Citrix? I think so. Okay. Well. Log me in and LastPass to be acquired by private equity firms. So it was <laughs> actually it was bought by somebody else. Oh, of course. Uh, anyway, so I did a deep dive into that. And the only thing that is stored on the web portion are the hashes. Okay. Yeah. That's well, it. as I figured. That's, that's all that's stored there. Right. So when you log in from your phone or something like that, none of your usernames and passwords are actually transferred. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's only just hashes and they're non-reversible. So, um, it, that sucks. And yeah. the danger behind of what you're saying is, is they can get in there some other way or intercept some of the traffic that's being passed. Yes. Those are, those are the dangers. Um, not, not saying it's good and I'm not sticking up with for a company that I've used and I've used them for over, God, I think over a decade I've used those wow. guys. Okay. And, uh, they've, they were my choice because the non-reversible hashes are mm-hmm. stored in the web. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you can have your own vault. Right. To, to uh, hold all that stuff yeah. in. So I just think it's the same thing that's happening to anything else that is web connected with an API. Yeah, I'm sure. Is there, they're, they're getting, they're getting hacked. Um, well, you know, anything, anything cloud-based is going to be a target and you know, it's, it's going to happen. 
Yeah, if you can get to it from anywhere in the world, you can literally get to it from anywhere in the world. Yeah, absolutely. So that means you can hack it from anywhere in the world. Yep. Uh, another big one that got uh, breached, mm-hmm. had a data breach, Samsung. Really? Yeah, this revealed customers' names, birthdays, things of that nature. Um, an unauthorized Third party acquired information from some of Samsung's U.S. systems. I have a Samsung's phone. I got an email from them saying, hey, they might have got your name and your birthday. Uh, You know, but none of no uh, social security numbers, no debit card, credit card information. Um, I don't know. It's it's, it's still. Still pretty. What's the word? Uh, not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so um, not everybody's account is was affected, but Samsung is reaching out to everybody that they think was affected anyway. So it says uh, it's sending emails to customers who were specifically affected and will continue doing so until its investigation processes. Samsung's that not everybody will have had the same info leaked. The company did not immediately reply for a request for comment on which of its systems were specifically affected. While the company says that no social security numbers or debit slash credit card numbers were taken, the type of info that hackers did end up getting can be very useful in social engineering attacks on other services you use. If you've been putting off activating two-factor authentication on some important accounts, it's probably not a bad idea to get it done as soon as you can. Yeah, that's and probably not a bad idea altogether. We've, we've talked about that before. Anytime two-factor authentication is possible, uh-huh. do it. Just do it. I know that extra five seconds, ten seconds that it takes to uh, to verify your identity when you log in with two-factor authentication, I know how much of a horrible torture that is. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, those 10 seconds could save your account. Plus, how many people out there are using Samsung Pay, Apple Pay, Google Pay? <sighs> they have all their bank account information, cards, et cetera, stored on their phone so they can just hold their phone up to a scanner and it'll read and pay for stuff. That information, if you're not doing two-factor authentication for about everything on your phone, then you are inviting trouble. You're inviting, you're saying, hey, I got information. You want it? Yes, sir. Sell it to the cheapest bidder. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. Well, along those lines. Yes. Hackers cause massive traffic jam in Moscow using a ride hailing app. Ah, ride hailing. I like it. They order dozens of taxis uh-huh. at the same location at Ooh. once. <laughs> uh, this is just good old fun, guys. Yeah. Hackers caused a major traffic jam in no, Moscow. Would you call that a hack? Well. I guess it depends on how they did it. Yeah. Okay. Hackers caused a major, pardon me, traffic jam in Moscow after exploiting the Russian ride-hailing app Yandex Taxi to summon dozens of taxis at the same time at the same location. 
the attack. Um, <laughs> the prank. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I think it's more of a prank. Yes. The attack occurred on September 1st and had traffic heading towards uh, Kutsuvinsky Prospect, whatever, an already busy boulevard, stuck at a standstill. So, um, I think it's kind of funny. I think it's great. Uh, if, if your stuff is okay, so we'll, we'll get into it. The, the, the way of business right now in the it realm is especially in the corporate realm. Mm -hmm. Let's just talk about publicly traded companies. Let's mm -hmm. go there. So instead of, you know, Developing in-house and things like that, which, I mean, it takes a lot of talent. It's hard to find that talent. It's very expensive to develop in-house. So you outsource development. You outsource yep. parts of of what you're doing, uh, you know, databases, APIs, mm -hmm. websites, stuff like that. You outsource that. Now, if you're a secure environment and you're regulated to be a secure environment, here's your problem. Okay, so everybody who works for me has to have, one, a good credit score. Because mm -hmm. if you can't handle your own money, you don't need to be handling ours. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Number two, you have to have a clean record. Mm -hmm. Number three, your credentials have to be verified. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's for our organization. Then we turn around and we outsource this stuff to fintechs. Okay that don't require any of that. Explain what a fintech is. A fintech is, well, I have my opinion on what it is. But, uh, <laughs> I think we all do. It's a financial technology that really doesn't have the problems of regulation that mm -hmm. you may outsource portions of, of what you do for your business. Um, whether that be, uh, just kind of, uh, leads, finding leads, uh, CRMs, uh, yeah, paperwork services for loans and mortgages, mm -hmm. things like that. Those are fintechs. And generally, most of them haven't been in business for more than three years. Right. Because they are just spun up on the cloud. They go to AWS. They spin up a couple of servers, put whatever program or where. It's not that, that what they do isn't valuable. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is you don't know who's working for that. So if it's the owner's son who happens to have been convicted for um, wire fraud somewhere mm -hmm. else. You don't know that. So Hunter Biden could be doing it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. and this is where the problem comes in. And this is why I want to bring this story up mm -hmm. is because your security and the security reviews are only as good as the people that are working at these companies. And if you can't yeah. review those people, I mean, how, how are you going to go to another company and say, you can't have this guy because he he's a felon? Right. I mean, the only thing you can do is not do business with them, but are they going to disclose that? Now, if they're a privately held company, they don't have to disclose anything. Right. And if it's Hunter Biden, they're not going to disclose that. Yeah. And that gets into what we call in the industry uh, due diligence and due care. Mm -hmm. Due diligence is finding out everything you can. Due, due care is doing something about what you saw what the problem was. Yes. Due diligence is useless without due care. 
Sorry. Well, either one is useless without the other. Yeah, I think I've just brought the whole podcast to a halt on this. (laughs) But anyway... Well, you do that. You do uh, it so well. So this is this is what, you know, this is really, uh, when we get deep in the weeds of this, not that that happened here, but, you mm-hmm. know, the, the fact of the matter is, is this is what we've been doing to gain the system for a long time. Uh, back in the day when we were using um, Netware, remember Netware? Oh, my God, yes. Novell. And uh, you had these netware servers. Well, netware servers had one fatal flaw. I mean, their email. Well, at least let's one. Say, well, let's say, let's narrow it down. Yeah. Their email servers had a fatal flaw. Yes. They didn't have any restriction on how many emails could come incoming, which you could do a buffer overrun on mm-hmm. them. So I would get a spam. Hold on. A friend of mine would get a spam program. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, I got you. And get an account on one of these network servers uh-huh. and then blast 10,000 emails to it, which would crash the server. Mm-hmm. Now, it wouldn't crash the server because of using space because all these just had one character in yeah. them. It'd be one, two. I mean, that would be the, the, right. the subject and mm-hmm. the content of the email would be the number one, number two, number three and right. so on and so mm-hmm. forth up to 10,000 mm-hmm. <laughs> and it would send them out since they were small emails. I mean, they would go out instantly. Even yeah. Over, you could do 10,000, 10,000 in probably a second. Well now, but this was on dial up Oh, that okay. we were doing this. So, you know, the, <laughs> the thing about anyway, so what would end up happening is the cash would end up running out mm-hmm. and crash the server, mm-hmm. just put it down. And at, at the time that, my friend was doing this <laughs> quote. My friend uh-huh. was doing this. Um, it, it, <laughs> they didn't have bulk delete. No. So they had to go through every single one, one at a time. and they were linear. You couldn't mm-hmm. skip emails. They were mm-hmm. linear. So anyway, lots of fun. Oh, lots yeah. of fun to be had by all. Yeah. Uh, and, and back then it was just a, it was just an annoyance. It was it's a, a funny prank. prank. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't even against the law. No. Uh-uh. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> uh, that's what this strikes me as. And it strikes me as one of these, you know, they, they found an exploit. They could take advantage of it. It was a little prank. I know there's going to be some whiny bitch out there that was like, somebody could have died because what if an ambulance was coming through? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Here's the prime prime time for me to tell you to go fuck yourself and get a life. Change but, your tampon and move on. But the, but this was funny. Anyway, I thought so. that's how much I got out of it. <laughs> I mean, they have yet to confirm the attack. They, they haven't, but, but, um, it was anonymous. They claimed responsibility. Yeah. Uh, so it says it worked with the IT Army of Ukraine and loosely organized group of hacktivists for the Ukrainian Vice Prime Minister. Not even going to try to pronounce that name. Not sure how this helps the Ukrainian <laughs> effort, but it's funny. Yeah, really caused the traffic jam. It's like uh, caused the traffic jam in Moscow is not really going to do much for the Ukrainian issue. Let's really stick it to Putin and cause a traffic jam. <laughs> Yay! No, but it's still funny. I mean, it 
definitely ranks up there as one of the coolest pranks. Yeah, global pranks too, man. When you yeah. get, when you can get something like that put on the news, that's awesome. That is, that that works for me. What you got next, Dean? Well, in uh, true to form, Microsoft U.S. Army approves the order for thousands of Microsoft Combat goggles. So, um, so what happens when you get the blue screen to death? <laughs> <laughs> you lay down and you die. You got me. Uh, these are um, augmented reality goggles. They're not uh, virtual reality. They're not like the Oculus. They're like large glasses, and they give you a heads-up display, which gives you information about things that are in your your uh, field of view. Um, they are targets. Yeah, they're based like on that, the friendlies. Hololens um, technology that you. Civilians can currently buy for about thirty five hundred bucks. The holo lens or the holo, holo, or the holo lens. Might be, it's H O L O. So I would say holo. I think it's pronounced hollow. Well, most everything from holographics. Most everything from uh, Microsoft is hollow. I think a I think a holo would be, would be a hooker on the ground. But anyway, <laughs> how low can the holo go? <laughs> It is a whole low. All right. Uh, fine. Thank you. Uh, what, do you like, call it? what do you call a hooker with no legs? A whole low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. We are having fun. We're, we're doing good. Um, yeah. Bloomberg reported on Thursday that Microsoft began to deliver some of the 5,000 integrated visual augmentation system goggles units after encouraging results from testing in the field. Now, the problem with it is uh, the the goggles were initially ordered in March of 2021, but they've been put on hold because of performance issues. Um, and Scott, you probably understand that, performance <laughs> issues. Anyway. Um, hey, man, I got blue pills for that. Oh, nice. The Army expects to spend around $21.9 billion on the goggles over the next 10 years. Final test is going to be in October. Um, they're commercially available for about $3,500. No, I mean, check them out and see what you think. H-O-L-O-L-E-N-S. And I don't know. I'm not spending $3,500 on some goggles. Yeah, no thanks. But Microsoft and the Army brokered the original deal in 2018 for $480 million. A few months later, in 2019, a group of Microsoft employees called on the company to cancel the contract because the technology would be designed to help people kill people. You think? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So in a letter to uh, the CEO, Nadella, and President Brad Smith, workers said the company had failed to inform the engineers of the intent of the software they are building. Ha, huh, they're going to sell it to the military. What the hell do you think that they do? What do you think that they, they didn't do? know? They didn't know that's what was going to happen. They uh-huh. didn't know they were building a, a military application. Duh. Yeah. It said, they said, uh, we are alarmed that Microsoft is working to provide weapons technology to the U S military, helping one country's government increase lethality using tools we built. Uh-huh. The workers wrote this in a letter. We did not sign up to develop weapons. We demand a say in how our work is used. Um, uh, no. 
no, 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 you really don't. Uh, you can demand all you want, but you don't get a say. I pay you to write something. You write it. I can use it any way I please. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. That is the work uh, employer-employee contract between us. What is wrong with these retards? Because this thing could save lives. You ever heard of a thing you called say friendly retard. fire? You can't, say, you can't say retard. You're a racist. I, I did say retard. You can't say that. I can't say retard? No, you're a racist. I'm a racist because I said retard? That's toxic masculinity. But why can't I say retard? Because you're retarded. Well, then I can say I'm, <laughs> then I can say retard. No. <laughs> it's like the Black Lives Matter suing Black Lives Matter because of white supremacy. Shut up, retard. All anyway, right. uh, what, what kind of retards do they have working at this place? I mean, it's like the. It's, it's Microsoft. Okay, so let's go back to a couple of episodes when we talked about the coffee shop where its employees demanded that that the owner turn off, turn over the ownership to the employees. Yes. The one that just went out of business. Yes. Yeah. Like just a few months afterwards. And then the owner of the building said, no, you can't stay here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the very type of retard thinking <laughs> <laughs> is going on. Yes. Ha. Huh. Yes. This is, this is the retard thinking. And, um, yeah, this is going to go over really well with our, you know, three, four dozen listeners. Um, I'm good with it. Retard is a scientific term. It actually You're means something. You're not really something. explaining this, are you? I'm not anymore. Yeah, let's not. I wasn't going to. Um. Anyway. So what do they think they were going to do with this? I mean, okay. So let's look at the advantages. The advantages are that you're not going to kill your own people through friendly fire. You're right. only going to acquire targets. Uh, well, I'm not going to say that's. Yeah, only I'm not what's sure if happen. it actually acquires targets. Um, well, it does. It gives you some sort of heads up display. There's no. Of course, it's military, so it's not. They're not going to show you what it really okay, does. Okay, let's let's just say that they're all. I imagine they're networked together mm-hmm. to to share. I would think to share the information. A lot right. of systems are. We know mm-hmm. that we know that they are. Uh, the the big pods that they have on the Apache hol- helicopters when they when they pop up over the ridge and take a look around, then they wire all that information to all the other Apache helicopters. Yeah. And all the other planes and all the other troops in the field. So that's what's good. That's what happens there. Right. I imagine it's going to be the same way with this. And what's going to happen with this is since they're going to be networked together, they're going to pick out all the other friendlies in the field, mm-hmm. all the other greens. Mm hmm. And they're going to say, don't, and you know, you'll be able to see them on the heads up display and go, yeah. I shouldn't fire here because right. I got a guy over there. Yep. I would assume that anybody else wearing these goggles will show up, you know, in uh, highlighted or something in your goggles. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. That just, that just makes sense. But again, it's Microsoft. So this sounds like it's going to save lives rather than. Yes. 
save our friendly lives. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, um, yeah, retarded. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Well, what you got? I got some Joe. Oh, throw me some Joe. Not a joke. Micron launches a 15 billion <laughs> Idaho project amid federal push for U.S. tech manufacturing. The announcement comes after the passage of the Chips and Science Act, which has very little to do with chips and science. Not a joke. Not a joke, folks. It has really nothing to do with chips and sciences. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you can look that up as what is actually in there while I read this. On Thursday, Micron announced that it would invest $15 billion to build a new semiconductor plant in Idaho, just weeks after Congress passed $52 billion in new money to boost domestic chip manufacturing. Okay, for those who don't know what Micron produces, they produce RAM and long-term storage for SSDs. Very important stuff yes very important and i'm not not a joke folks <laughs> even though that was mm, not a joke that's really that's really joke. what they do and they produce i would say 85 percent for the industry mm-hmm. micron's announcement is just the latest in a series of multi-billion dollar plans to jump on the biden administration's recently approved chips and science act Last month, Micron said it would use the act's new subsidies to invest $40 billion into U.S.-based memory fabs. Mm-hmm. Now, that's $40 billion. With a B. Yes. Yes. It's $52 billion to boost domestic. Boost. Now, that's $52 billion. Billion. And they're putting forty billion into U.S.-based memory fabs, and Micron is going to invest fifty billion. So that means we're going to get five companies. Anyway, to invest forty billion into U.S based memory fabs or fabrication plants by 2030, which is going to do us no freaking good right now. Creating an estimated 40,000 new jobs. The new Boise plant is expected to create 1,700 new jobs, including 2,000 micron jobs over the next eight years. In a Thursday statement, micron... CEO Sanjay Matahari, I don't know, thank the Biden administration for finishing the bipartisan chips legislation. Our new leading edge memory manufacturing fab will fuel the U.S. technology leadership, ensuring a reliable domestic supply of semiconductors that is critical to economic and national security. Matahari said. (laughs) (laughs) President Joe Brandon celebrated Micron's latest investment in a statement on Thursday, calling it another big win for America. 
in parentheses. Mm-hmm. Does he even know what a chip is? No. Tater. Tater, yeah. Tater yep. chip. But up until last month, it wasn't clear whether the Chips and Science Act would make it across the finish line this year as it stalled in Congress. Intel delayed a groundbreaking ceremony for a new $20 billion uh-huh. Ohio chip plant, uh-huh. which <laughs> you're telling me Intel doesn't have the money to do this by themselves? No, so no, they it's were a $100 on- billion dollar, uh, investment. Now they said twenty billion. Ohio uh, oh, chip the, plant. It, why, the entire thing is going to be a hundred billion. Oh, yeah. I remember we we talked about it on a few months that's ago right, when they first right. passed it, and even went as far as pitching the Biden administration on overtaking abandoned Chinese plants instead of waiting for the funding's approval. These pitches frightened lawmakers. So Intel basically strong-armed them into doing it and pushed them more swiftly to approve the bill. Shortly Mm -hmm. after Biden signed the bill into law, the president would attend the new groundbreaking for Intel's plant this month with some ice cream. (laughs) The company claims that it would be the largest silicon manufacturing location on the planet and probably unionized also. If you got to get government money, you might as well unionize Mm -hmm. and would require 7,000 union workers to build. Last week, Biden signed an executive order to start rolling out the billions in subsidies to manufacturers like Micron and Intel. Biden's order established a new interagency. Oh, good Lord. I can't believe they put that in there. Biden's order. (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. Established a new interagency council. They created a new bureaucracy. Of for course this they did. To oversee the rollout. And again, what is the purpose of bureaucracy? To keep to bureau- maintain the bureaucracy. Exactly. But it's unclear whether the Commerce Department will officially make the new funding available. Though Biden or through the Biden administration, no, no, sorry. Though Biden administration priorities like CHIPS funding and the bipartisan infrastructure law, the federal government has invested billions into creating domestic techs and manufacturing jobs. Now, I will say, okay, I'm reading through some of the text of the bill, and and, and I, I looked at the uh, table of contents on the bill, and I looked at a couple of things, and it looks like it really, truly is pretty much all science, except for... There's a provision in there for uh, creating security agents for Supreme Court justices. Hmm. Not sure how that fits, but I like this. The Chips and Science Act. Chips stands for creating helpful incentives to produce semiconductors for America. Yeah. Uh, We've been creating semiconductors here for a very long time. Now, the thing is, How many different semiconductors and chips are there? How many different types of chips? You know, people talk about chips. You know, there's a big difference between what's in an elevator and what's in your PC and what's in your car and what's in your phone and what's in these chips are all vastly different and create and, and, and are require a different manufacturing process. 
Um, some of them are similar, but most of them require a completely different manufacturing process. Now, did you mention how much money was in this act? It says at the top of this, $52 billion. Ah, well. It channels more than $52 billion into researching semiconductors and other scientific research with the primary aim of countering China, which I'm on board with countering China, yep. but uh, the bill passed the Senate and then the House for $280 billion. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. There it is. Here's um, the pork. Where's so, the pork? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, supported pretty much across party lines. I mean, uh, uh, down party lines, um, except Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders uh, was opposed to this bill, saying that it's essentially a blank check. So uh, it's essentially, it's a bribe to the semiconductor companies. Oh, and China lobbied against the bill because it makes it uh, reminiscent of Cold War mentality. Of course, China uh, doesn't yeah. want it. <laughs> but the funny thing is, you know, you brought the Intel semiconductor uh, bill in, in Ohio. They put that on hold because the government wouldn't pay their the money they guaranteed them. Mm-hmm. Biden went out and talked about how he promised this money these grants and this money to Intel to build the infrastructure for this plant. And then they never came through. It just became a big talking point for a while. And now it's just sitting there stalled. Well, let me close with this quote. Do it. Just this week, this is Biden. Oh boy. My favorite. And I'm sure that they cleaned it up. (laughs) They'd have to. to Is it coherent? Stuttering out. Yeah. You know, he's not a stutterer, really. No, he's just senile. Uh, just this week, we've seen, here's, here's, a, here's uh-huh. a company we've heard of before. Okay. And I want you to, I want you to tell me where you've heard this before. Okay. Just this week, we've seen, here's the first one. First solar. I can hear the, the brain cells crackling right now. This was Obama's failure. Yes. But yet we're going to be doing it again. Of course. Why not? Okay. Here's the other companies that Re- really reinvent the square wheel. Yeah. So I'm going to read the whole thing now. Right. Just this week, we've seen, I we've seen first solar Toyota, Honda and Corning make major announcements of new investments and new jobs as a result of my economic plan. Biden said on Thursday in our future, which he can't, he can't tell where whether he he's does, in yeah. the present or not. In our future, we will make EVs, uh-huh, yeah. chips, fiber optics, and other critical components here in America. And we will have an economy built from the bottom up and the middle out. Mm-hmm. Is he talking about middle class? Middle, okay. Anyway, well, he also signed that bill that said that all things purchased by the U.S. government, whether it's military or or otherwise, um, must be American made. Then, if Good you luck. read the well, if you read the bill, <laughs> only ten percent of it has to be made in America. Mm-hmm. The other ninety percent can be made anywhere, including China. Yep. 
you know, it's 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 these these people who just listen to what he says and don't look at it at all. So blinded. Yep. You know, they, they listen to what he says and they think he's telling the truth. I mean, all politicians lie, period. Mm. All of them. I don't care if it's a dog catcher all the way up to president. They all lie. But Biden's are so blatant. If you just try to scratch beneath the surface, it's just so crazy. Uh, I'm sorry. Not, not, not Biden. Um, the guy who puts the words on his teleprompter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cause you know, it's not Joey boy. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So with that, um, I say we call it a day. Well, I said in closing, that's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Hey. We're going to die. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on that uplifting <laughs> note. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you want to get in touch with me, I am Scott at techtools.net. That's Scott at T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z.net. Where can we find you, Dean? You can find me sitting in my chair. Under Or you can email me at Dean at techtools.net, T-E-K-T-O-O-L-Z.net. Or you can find us by going to our website, techtools.net. Guess how to spell that? T e-k-t-o-o-l-z.net i'm just a remedial reader man i know but you know we're, we're dealing with it um and if you feel so inclined we work on the value for value system if you found any value whatsoever in what we're doing what the news is that we're bringing to you stuff that we hope you're not hearing from elsewhere because you know we do scour the internets for uh original stories to get away from the same things over and over that the mainstream media pumps into you. If you're finding any value in that, put a dollar value on it and uh, go to our website, click donate and send it on our way. We would greatly appreciate it. It would help us keep going. Yeah, man. Give us some scratch. Well, with that. I'm out of here. Stay safe, Dean. No.